everybody, and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on Rashpixel.fm. I'm Pete Wright, and I'm here with Nikki Kinzer. Hello, Pete Wright. This Hello, is, everyone. This is our last episode of the year. It is. It just hit me. It's winding down. Oh, man. this That means everything's real all of a sudden. <laughs> well, it kind of means, for me, it means, okay, postpone everything until January. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We're done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I love it. And we are going to be, we're talking about a very timely topic. It's something we introduced last week. It's this, we got a question from a, a, a dear listener, friend of the show uh, around finding the time to work on your vision. And what better time to do that than when we aren't producing any new podcasts. That's right. That's what I, I like to say. Plenty of time. Before we do that, head over to TakeControlADHD.com and get to know us a little bit better. You can listen to the show right there on the website. Subscribe to our mailing list uh, right there. You'll never miss an episode. Connect with us on Twitter. Twitter or Facebook at Take Control ADHD or call us. You can leave us a voicemail at 503-664-4ADD. And uh, with that, uh, it, we have the question. It actually came in over voicemail. And I totally missed that when you introduced it last week, that this was a voicemail question. And that's great because now we get to play the voicemail. And that's right. <laughs> cue voicemail. I feel like we need uh, we need a, a Muppet-style entree to the voicemail. Here. here is somebody else that's not Pete and Nikki. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Here we go. Hey, Pete and Nikki, this is Heather from Pennsylvania. I just finished listening to your show about uh, vision for yourself, and uh, I just wanted to call and talk back to you a little bit about it uh, because it was inspiring for me. And where I really get stuck and what resonated with me is your your idea of having somewhere you want to get to but not knowing the directions to get there. And that happens to me a lot on a smaller scale with projects uh, for work and around the house where I have a vision for, you know, a solution to a problem. I have, you know, a whole system I'd like to put into place um, or, you know, a program I'd like to start or something like that. But there's never any time to, you know, work on it. And the hardest part for me is scheduling time to work on those steps. And sometimes I wonder if it's because my visions are just too unrealistically big um, for the, the time that I have available. So I work in a school and I have recently started taking over the morning announcements uh, via video. And um, I have this vision in my head for how to make that a lot more streamlined and a lot more, um, you know, organized and efficient and involve starting an after-school club where the first step for that, I think, would be writing a letter, a permission slip to send home to the parents and uh, planning that. You know, I also want to set up a space for us to do it. I want to kind of create a TV studio. I want to have a really elaborate, you know, um, you know, I want to have badges for the crew members. I want to have a schedule for which uh, special features are on which days and when we're going to record different things. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of planning that kind of goes into this that we're right now just kind of doing by the seat of our pants. And I, my day is so full with other things. I mean, this isn't my primary job in the school. You know, I'm, I'm just barely getting through the day, you know, doing all my other things. <laughs> So, uh, you know, I really, I guess, need to either find a way to carve out time for it or find a way to break it down into small enough steps or delegate. I don't know. But how do you schedule in time, make those baby steps toward, you know, across the bridge towards the goals that you have for uh, projects that are just a little bit too big to ever really get started on? 
I love the voicemail. I loved it so much that I actually decided to to change the our last topic to well, this topic. And let's be clear about that. You didn't just change our last topic. You preempted a tech episode. So it's it's that big. You actually well, added work for yourself. I did and took it and away. Took from it away you. from me. But I still gave you the option. I said, hey, if you want to talk about tech stuff, you talk about tech stuff. I know, but you said it, you said it more like, if you really want to talk about tech stuff, I guess we can. Yes, we can. I'm sure that's yeah. how the conversation went. Well, you know, but I thought this, I mean, I love tech. You know, I love these apps and these things that we talk about. But I really, I, I was really inspired by her question because it, it really kind of felt like it was the next step. Like that was oh, the next truly. thing that we should talk about. And what a better time to there is no better time to do it than right now. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So I've got some things to think about. It is no magic, like, you know, potion that's going to just all of a sudden make time. So I just want to put that out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a feeling that I, I think that lots of people have different ideas and, and um, you know, thought processes on how to, to make this happen. So these are just some ideas that, that I have floated around. I, you know, I, I thought a lot about her question after I listened to it and, um, you know, there isn't any just magic pill that all of a sudden just gives you time to do things. I mean, this is something that everybody struggles with and it, it feels like even with those most important projects that we absolutely love and we're motivated to do, as we've already said, sometimes they're just hard to get started, you know, even with the best intentions. The problem so. is I saw that Bradley Cooper movie, Limitless, and it makes me believe that there really is a magic pill that will let me do all this. Oh, yeah, that's not real. Stupid movies. I know. Yeah, yeah, that's not. I don't even think Bradley Cooper is real. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't exist beyond the poster on my wall. <laughs> So dreamy. <laughs> he he's got, he's beautiful. He <laughs> but anyway, is, that's he's a beautiful man. Yes. Okay. So, but so is my husband. <laughs> <laughs> if he's out there listening, which I don't think he is. But if he was. <laughs> now he knows. Now he knows that he's right up there. They have the same name. They do. <laughs> so that's good. Oh, that's All good. Right. Then hey. you don't get confused. <laughs> you can totally tell that this is like the last show. Because we're already off. That's right. Now. <laughs> All right. So motivation and difficult projects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, you know, but the very first tip I have here is that you got to look at your motivation. How ironic is that? Yeah, uh, but I, I do think it matters that, you know, when you're looking at your projects and you want to decide, okay, this is, this is what I want to work on next. And this is something that's really important to me that we do have to kind of reflect and, and really understand and remember, I think remember is probably the key word here, um, why this goal mattered to you in the first place and what happens if you do it and what happens if you don't do it and just sort of do a quick, a little analysis about the goal, because we do have to be motivated externally, internally, all these things that we've already talked about. So I don't want to repeat that, but this is the thing. This is where I went with this when I was thinking about it. Um, after I listened to her voicemail is I think you ha- you have to make a clear decision of what you're going to do. Mm. You know, are you going to do it or are you not going to do it? And yeah. really set the intention that if you are going to do it, you're going to make the time for it and you're going to plan for it. And you're going to, ha- you know, it's going to be a little bit more with purpose and it's not going to just be about, well, maybe I'll do this next week or maybe I'll do it next month. You're deciding that now is the time I'm going to make this happen. And I'm simply making the decision. And it kind of reminded me of parenting in a way. And I know this sounds kind of weird, but if you think about it, if I, if my kids come to me and they ask me a question 
and I'm not a hundred percent sure if I want to say yes or no. I think they they feed off that energy, like they can sense the doubt. Mm, yes. <laughs> right. So they're going to keep bugging me about it, and they're going to keep like mom, 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 you know. But if I'm really clear and confident, and I come across like the answer is no. This is not going to happen. It's like the conversation is just over. Right. Right. Because you've made a decision. They buy that decision because you said it the way you said it. Yeah, exactly. There is no doubt. There is no room for for doubt. And so I think it's kind of the same thing in this situation. You don't want to pick a ton of projects to do. You only want to pick one. But once you pick that, you decide you're going to do it and you're going to move forward. And so that's that's the other key is not thinking that you're going to do everything. You know, I'm, I want to take go back one step because I think there's sure. I think there is a, an interesting thing that that we can connect these two be, around rituals around like what are the processes that you use to help lead you to the the point where you feel comfortable making a decision. And and and, um, you know, this this allows me, frankly, to talk about tech. Uh, since since I was pre, <laughs> you know, yes. it, this, this is this is where I go back to using. Uh, well, it doesn't even have to be about tech. I, I, I for big projects like for a, a book project I'm thinking about. I actually have a field notes journal, and I've mentioned my my love affair with field notes uh, uh, memo books uh, in the past. Uh, I create a new one. I just pull a new one off the shelf that's completely blank and I put it on my desk and that is for all the notes about this project. Anytime a brainstorm comes up, I open that little book and I make a note in in it. And so I can flip through this book and look at all of my research, like my research, and I, I don't mean like, you know, sitting down with books and researching. I mean, just the, the, the stuff that pours out of my head over time. And that helps me build the, uh, the structure uh, and the uh, the sort of authority of that project in my life, right? If if I run out of stuff to say, like I may think, hey, this book project is a great idea, and I only write two things over the course of a month, then I know that's probably not a project I'm going to make a decision to do. But if I just that's keep right. coming up with stuff, then I have this this book that that is all the ideas, and I can flip through it, and and that becomes a, a strong foundation for my desire to do this. And every time I write something new in it, I think, wow, this is this is important to me. And uh, you know, we have. Uh, we've been sort of rejiggering our house to create a guest room space. Well, that actually turns out to be really hard because the guest room is my office. And mm-hmm. so that means there's lots of new changes that have to be involved. I did the same thing here in day one, the the journaling app, digital journal that we talked about. Every time something else came, something came to my mind around, you know, the project, anytime a new like wall mount for my monitor, stands for speakers, whatever, lamps, couches, I just added it to the day one thing. Then I can go to that note in day one and I think, you know, I have now... A, a lot of resources that I've put together that will help me do this. Clearly, this is important to me. Mm-hmm. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, like, absolutely. Like just the weight of the notes that you take can help you make a decision. And that to me is really important because I'm not often sitting down looking at a project and saying, uh, okay, I'm going to make a decision on that right now. Right, right. It Sometimes it takes weeks or months to actually figure out if it's something that, that will be of enough value in my life. Well, and it's a, it is a good way of prioritizing too, I think is what you're saying as well. If you're paying a lot of attention to some one particular thing and, and you are writing a lot of notes and you're thinking a lot of 
about it, um, you know, that's a, that's a way to prioritize. This, yeah. this, this means something. This is where I want to go. Um, and again, I think focusing on one thing versus trying to, to think you're going to get 10 things done. I mean, it's, you know, I, I'm a, you know, big proponent of having a master list of things to do and projects and goals, but at, at some point, you know, focus on just one or two two of them at a time, not all of them, because you're just going to get frustrated. Well, and um, I think that's the, that's the pain point for that, that I discovered some years ago was having a giant list of all the things I wanted to do is one thing, but, but being able to prioritize the weight behind which of those things is most important to me was completely lost until I started thinking I need to, I need some sort of a process to sort of, to, to define the, the weight behind these particular arrows, you know? Right, so that I can right. start clearing them out. Some of them, they just don't make sense to me anymore. They made sense for a very brief period of time. Yeah, that's well, that's like we were talking, I think it was just last week about clearing the, the projects out that are just clutter, yeah. that just start that noise that you don't need. Well, and what's beautiful about this is letting it trigger back in the back of your mind gets back to our central thesis of this episode, which is you don't have to make a lot of time to uh, to work on your vision. You can make, you know, 15 seconds Literally yeah. 15 seconds to jot a note down in an ongoing list of supporting reasons to take on this project. That's right. Th- you're doing it. You're actively doing it at that time. Yeah. Well, and that that's the, the third point that I have is that you have to take action, right? So now that you've made the decision, it is taking that action. And as you're saying, it can just be a 15 second, you know, jotting my thoughts down on this journal kind of action, but at least yeah. you're doing it. And one of my favorite quotes is from Steve Jobs. And this is something that really drives me every day is go to bed closer to your goals than you were when you woke up. And to me, that is saying, what action are you taking? It doesn't have to be a big action or a small action, but just do something, keep making yourself, you know, available to keep going forward, you know, (laughs) present, you know, make, be clear, make that decision and take that action and work on it every day. Uh, I think is important. And, and this is where accountability, you know, we've talked about this so many different times and so many different, um, in so many different ways, you know, of how an accountability can, or accountability partner can help you. And, and I think that that is, holds true. Once you have decided on this project, you're taking the time to do it, you know, bring somebody in with you. So you're not feeling like you're alone, I think can, can make a big difference. Well, I, yeah, I, I have uh, really, I, I feel like we've talked about it so much and I hadn't really uh, done so much of that. Um, but I, you know, of actually having a regular meeting with an accountability partner, but I, uh, have started, uh, I started, it was probably six months ago. I started a, a Wednesday lunchtime Skype meeting, uh, with a very dear friend and we get on, we bring our lunches. Actually, he's in, he's in, uh, on the East coast. And so it's, it's practically wine o'clock by the time we, uh, we get together for him. But, you know, I bring my lunch and we get to, on the camera and on Skype and we actually talk for, um, you know, for the, uh, for the duration of the hour about what's going on in, in our lives, the projects we're working on, the things that were the action that we're taking to do it. And I just, in terms of a testimonial for accountability partners, that is, such a great thing to do to keep things moving forward in your life, to make it feel like you are not lost, to feel like sometimes the act of just reporting to somebody, even if you've done nothing Mm -hmm. the prior week, Mm -hmm. the act of saying it out loud 
is enough to motivate you to do something small the next week forward. Well, that's right. Cause you're checking in, you're, you're checking in with yourself. You're checking in with your accountability, a partner. I mean, you're making this important. It's not uh-huh. just an idea that's fleeting. I mean, it is, it, you're going back to that decision that you've made and, and you're making it important. I think that's really key. Definitely. So I, well, I'm just, I'm saying that mostly be, for you, because you have been telling me to, to think about to accountability <laughs> partners for like five years. And yeah. so this, uh, this weekly session with this, and, and, you know, we're not meeting in a professional capacity at all, right? He's, he, right. He, we're, we're just, just talking as old friends about the yeah. things in our lives that are important. And that is, it is such a powerful experience. That's awesome. Yeah. A um, couple other things I wanted to just throw out there to consider, um, and this is probably not going to surprise anyone either, but things take longer than you expect. And so when you have these projects or you have a project that you're working on, you're making the time for it, you know, go into it knowing it's probably going to take longer than what you expect it, expect it to take. And I think that that's kind of hard sometimes with ADHD because you want it, you want it right now. You don't want to have to wait and uh, it's easy to, to get frustrated and just kind of leave it. And so, you know, again, just that awareness is power knowing that, um, you know, it's going to take some time. It's a work in progress and you're, and you're okay with that. Be at peace with that. And the great thing is, is if it doesn't take as long as you expect, it, then hallelujah, you can celebrate and move on to the next project. I mean, there's definitely pros to that if that's not the case. Um, but I think just be patient, you know, be patient and just know that, that it's going to take some time. Um, couple of things that, that work for some people and don't work for others. Mm-hmm. One is the deadlines. I know that this is a very common trick that, uh, you'll hear in a lot of like ADHD strategies and productivity, you know, tips is to, we'll put a deadline on it. Um, and that can be useful if it works for you. But I have found that more times than not, it doesn't because people know they're not real deadlines. And if you know that it's not a really, you know, a true deadline, then it, it, it may not be that motivator that you're looking for. So that's something to consider and think if this isn't really something that's going to work for you, then don't even try it. Just skip it and, and look for something else. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to throw a, that out there. Cause, no, it's yeah. such a double edged sword, right? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's one of those things that, um, you know, I, I, I think I've come to terms with the fact that a deadline is only really a deadline if somebody else is involved. Yeah, exactly. Some other person or service or something that, that is, is going to impact you, but putting deadlines on every single thing that you do can be really, uh, deflating. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it can definitely go sideways. Yeah. Uh, the rewards, I would say that this, I, I would say that the deadline thing, I would say probably 80% of the people that I have come across the, the fake deadlines don't work with rewards. I'd say it's about 50, 50. I think that for 50% of the people that I've talked to rewards do work. It really does motivate them to know that at the end of the project, they get to have something that maybe, you know, they worked for, or you know, whatever it is. And then the other 50% is like, yeah, I can get it anyway. I don't care. Yeah, right. <laughs> gonna, you know, I, I, I'm going to eat that carrot regardless, <laughs> you know? So again, <laughs> it depends on let's be clear it's probably not actually a carrot carrot, you know it could be yeah 
that chocolate yeah, if cake. It, carrot, if it ends in cake. <laughs> yeah, cake. That's right. Um, so again, I think it's just something to consider. I'm not saying that this is a tip that you should try. I'm just saying, look at it. Is it something that would work for you? Great. Try it. If it's not, then don't expect it to. Again, dump it and look for something else that is going to work. Um, don't try to force something, you know, onto yourself that just, you know, isn't going to, isn't going to happen. So I think that's important. Um, but with all of these steps, what's really happening. And I love this to me, it's called intentional time management. How cool is that? Oh, it's very cool. (laughs) Right. Um, and it's no longer about not having the time. I mean, you are making the time for what matters to you. You're standing by your decisions. And most importantly, as you're not feeling guilty or ashamed that the other projects are on hold because you really can't only do one thing at a time. Um, and so I think that those are really great reminders. Um, you know, I just recently posted uh, a couple of things on my Facebook page and one of them, and I don't remember the exact quote cause I don't have it in front of me, but it was basically, if you don't believe it, it's not going to happen. You know, if you keep saying, I can't, you, you won't, you know, kind of thing. And I think that that mm-hmm. comes true with all of this. If you really want the time for something, it really matters to you. Don't listen to those old tape recordings uh, that you can't have it or that you've tried before and it didn't work. I mean, really look at what would serve you. What if, it did work? What if you had the time and really focus on those positive, um, affirmations and, and see what happens. Cause that's, that's determining your future. You know, let's not look in the past. So I think that that's, that's an important thing to look at. Um, so my challenge, because this is kind of, you know, the last episode, we have a couple weeks, we've got a new year coming in my challenge for listeners and, um, For people who follow me on my blog, you know, pick something, make a decision, tell us about it and uh, see, see what happens. We want to know. Yeah, right. Keep us posted. Is it the, you can have anything you want if you're willing to give up the belief that you can't have it? Yeah, you have, you, you just looked at my Facebook. I did. I did. I did some real time follow up. Oh yeah. There it is. about that. Like it. It's good. Robert Robert Anthony. It's a good quote. It's a great quote. So before we wrap up. Quick little reminder, group coaching deadline, December 29th. Mm, yes. That, so they've got, uh, look, they've only got, uh, we've got over two weeks. Yeah. Just a couple, yeah. a couple of weeks before that deadline. So if you're interested in joining a group, please do so. Also, I haven't talked about this for a while, but I thought this might be a good um, time to remind people if you're looking to organize your home for the holidays, if you have company coming over and you're a little stressed out, uh, remember I wrote this little ebook called Taking Control of Your Space. It's on the website. Um, it can definitely help you. And also the guided presentations might be a good tool for you too. Excellent. I want to throw that out. How handy that is. You can get those right on the website, takecontrolADHD.com. There you go. There you go. Thank you, Nikki Kinzer. Happy holidays to you. Happy holidays to you. I'm kind of sad. Me too. (laughs) But we'll be back in January. We will. I can't wait. A wonderful series. We're going to do a self-care series. So we're going to talk about all kinds of goodness with ADHD and self-care. Not only that, we've got some fantastic guests lined up over the course of that month. We do. We have guests coming on the show. That's kind of a first for us. So we're excited about that. We really do. It's going to be a big year for 2016. Big year. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Clink. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. On behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Wright, and we'll catch you in 2016 on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast.